there, beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my latest episode of Cast a Ripple. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been swimming around in my mind for a while now. I've just not actually gotten down to putting pen to paper and putting it together for you guys, but I've finally done so, and I'm very excited to share with you my new findings, because every episode of Bearable is not just something that I do to teach people, or to open doors for people, or to show people things. It's also a learning curve for me. So I'm very excited to share to you with you today what I've learned about the whole concept of spiritual awakening, spiritual enlightenment, spiritual journey. Call it what you want. Um, it's the journey I've been on for the past year and a half now. So I want to here give a quick shout out to Victor Otto. I might be saying his surname wrong, sorry. Um, but I found him on on YouTube. He's a fantastic uh, motivational, well, not motivational, well, a life coach. He's a coach. So I found his stuff on YouTube. You are more than welcome to go give him a glance. He has some very interesting insights on the whole spiritual awakening journey. And I'm going to share some of his insights here and put that in context of my own journey. So he breaks up the whole process of spiritual awakening in five phases. Now, the, the, the journey is quite complex. It's not as easy as just dividing it into five things, but there are five prominent phases. And at least four of these phases, I'm pretty sure I have been through or at least partially been through the fourth one already. So it was quite interesting for me to see the phases and how he laid them out and the kind of things that you experience in each phase and how that applied to my life and try kind of just getting a gauge of where I am in the phases. And I think it's important to share these things because not a lot of people are actually aware that they're going through an awakening when things start because things normally have a very, very rough start. So you start at phase one, which he calls the shake it up phase. I call it the stress factor or the suffering, whatever you want to call it. Power of now, Ekatoli also calls it suffering. And this is the thing that happens to you where life just shakes you up. It's a big moment in your life where you suffer through something or something big happens that kind of snaps you out of your identity and it can sometimes be a good thing well it's always a good thing when looking at the bigger picture but um, most likely it would be something that's unpleasant for you not a lot of people go through a shake it up phase um, without suffering it's not normally a pleasant thing. Some people have like out-of-body experiences or realizations and that kind of triggers it. Uh, but 
for most people, I think it's not a good thing to go through. Well, not a good thing at the beginning, like I said. Bigger picture. But anyway, so I was born and raised um, believing in God. I was born and raised Christian. And so I've always known God, or I thought I knew God. I never really um, understood the whole going to church thing. It was something that was difficult for me to fall into. I didn't have a lot of friends in church. I didn't understand the concept of going to school on a Sunday. For me, it was always a chore and not something that I actually wanted to do. So I had a connection with um, a bigger entity, an entity that's bigger than me, but it never really sat within me. It was always a thing that was outside of me. When I prayed and so, I might feel a bit tingling or whatever you feel when you um, are connected to the higher being or that divinity inside of you. I might have felt a bit of this or a bit of that, but it's not something that I really actually knew. And then a year and a half ago, I went through my suffering. My suffering was going through a divorce. And it was something that just completely shattered my entire identity. Who I thought I was and what I thought I would be doing and what I was supposed to do and what society expected and what I thought society expected of me. Who I thought I was completely fell away. Because I invested my identity in something that was outside of me. And that that really shook me up and forced me to look within, to ask questions about myself, for myself, about who I was in every aspect of life. If who the question is, who am I? The question is also, who is God? What is God? What is divinity? And that's where the entire thing began. So that's the first phase, the shake it up phase. The second phase is the hermit phase. And I was in that hermit phase for like six months. (laughs) If it wasn't longer, probably was a bit longer. Might have actually been a year. Yes, might have been a year where I was in the hermit phase. And this hermit phase is where after the shake up, Um, and your entire identity crumbling away, you're kind of shocked and you retract from life as you know it. You might still go to work. Um, Some people actually just quit their jobs and leave, go sit in the mountains somewhere, those that are lucky enough to be able to do that. Um, I didn't quit my job. I wasn't, I don't think I was that good at my job for a while, but I didn't quit my job. kept me busy. And I do love my job, so it gave me something to do. But the hermit phase for me, I felt more in my social life. I felt completely attracted from my friends, um, from the things that I love to do. I usually go for walks on the beach and I usually um, go to Zumba class or to the gym or go out with friends and 
mostly the winans and all of those things kind of just fell away and I was just I moved into a new place and I was just experiencing this whole new me and the whole new life I had um, from the serenity of my little new nest and I read books so many books the first one was power of now I must have read it like four times um, a new earth is another one of Eckhart Tolle's books and I read that also like twice I watched all of the videos on YouTube on Eckhart Tolle I even listened to the books as well so there was a lot of uh, like no socializing whatsoever I was completely um, drawn away from people and from friends and it was if I did have a social event it was just a one-on-one -on -one. I didn't invite anyone over to my place my place was my little safe haven only a selected few were invited um, so that's the hermit phase and this is a it's an interesting phase because there's a lot of things that come up there's a lot of things that you learn about yourself and about things that you never knew before um, and how the divinity works inside of you uh, and not outside of you and how to really tap into that divinity and that stability and peace and love within yourself so just really breaking down your identity and your ego as Eckhart Tolle would describe the ego death so the biggest challenge for me during this phase was really breaking away from my thoughts because you get so um, locked up in your thoughts a, a normal human being is just it's thoughts we we are so addicted to thinking and breaking away from that was almost impossible because your thoughts take you over and then those thoughts lead to emotions and before you know it you're so you're an anxious stressed up mess and if you can just break away from your thoughts and then disidentify from your emotions this really makes um, the process much easier but this for me was one of the most difficult processes to go through to break away from from thought not necessarily not having thoughts but just realizing that thoughts are just that they are thought patterns in your mind and you can't you don't have to identify with them you are not your thoughts you are not your emotions you will always have thoughts and emotions but they are not you you are not them so that for me was the most difficult i remember when i was at work i would go and have these little um, stress attacks then I'd go to the bathroom and I just sit <laughs> sit in the bathroom in the public bathroom uh, just breathing and repeating some mantras to myself just so that I can control or uh, break away from my thoughts and my, my, my emotions and just kind of rise above them take a step away from them so that is the hermit phase Part of the hermit phase was also meditations, lots and lots of meditations, power thoughts meditation and headspace, the headspace app was my 
meditations of choice. And I really loved tapping into meditations and learning more about them, um, learning about what worked for me. And my meditation um, practice also evolved from there, where it was like I couldn't even sit for five minutes. Now I can sit for 20 minutes. Um, and I couldn't do it every day, but... Well, I don't even do meditations that much anymore because it's not really that necessary anymore because I can get that instant connection with divinity and with um, being in the present much easier than I could back then. So it's really about tapping into oneness. I did a lot of art as well, like mosaic and painting. And I did a puzzle piece on my wall, which turned out quite cool. So a lot of creativity going on there because I didn't do any social activities. So that was it, the hermit phase, my hermit phase. Then it becomes interesting. Oh, I read a lot of books as well. So here's where it begins to get really interesting, the integration phase. So the integration phase is where you are starting to kind of move out of your hermit phase and you need to kind of get back to your life. Now I'm somewhere between the integration phase and the next phase, the fourth phase. So the integration phase is where life is nudging you back into your normal life. Like you can't avoid life all the time you can't be a hermit all the time what good is it if you're going to learn all of these wonderful things and awaken and extend spiritually and your frequency is fantastically brilliantly beautiful but no one gets to experience it because you're a hermit crab in your little cave so the integration phase is where life starts to push you into going back into your life and this is where things kind of get scary again because you need to put a foot out of the door you need to kind of start um, following those synchronicities and the synchronicities in your hermit phase have really come up very strong and with the integration phase they might be starting to fade like that that serene feeling that you've been feeling that zen feeling from all of the meditation and all of the alone time start to kind of get balanced out with your normal life situations um, because you need to kind of start balancing it out you can't just be zen the whole time part of being zen is having a balanced life and part of having a balanced life is having to deal with normal life dramas as well so we've all been there the integration phase that's what it is, getting back into life. Then comes the fourth one, the empowerment phase. And I think I'm on the verge of the empowerment phase. The empowerment phase is where you discover your true life purpose. It's where you let go of deeper healing and deeper trauma than you can ever have imagined. Oh, by the way, throughout this entire process, the healing never stops. Like, there's always something to heal. There will always be something to heal. It's a cycle. Like, it's never, you can't, can't stop healing. You have to 
continuously put in the work. You can't just be like, okay, well, I'm done now. I'm just going to stop. Now that you've started on this process, I'm sorry to say, you might be able to slow it down, make it less intense, but you can't stop. You can't stop. You're on this roller coaster now with me. I'm here. There's a lot of people here. So welcome to the journey we call life. All right. So the empowerment phase. So I don't know exactly how this feels like. Like I'm there. I'm also in a limbo state. He mentioned something about a limbo state as well in one of his other videos. Victor, or Vic, I think he calls himself, or other people, anyway, sorry. Um, so, the empowerment phase is a bit vague for me at this stage, because I think I'm on the cusp of getting through to this empowerment phase. And what the empowerment phase entails is basically, yeah, you figuring out your true life purpose. There will be all of these synchronicities throughout the entire process pointing you towards the direction and at some stage the synchronicities will fall away or they will get less um, and you'll start to realize that these synchronicities are not external they are from internal sources obviously because everything and all is connected um, and divine so you can't assume that, that synchronicities are an external sign because everything is actually internal. Your internal life is reflected in your external life and vice versa. So synchronicities are also a call for action. It's also a call um, to manifest your own synchronicities, to manifest your own true life purpose, to really dig deep and assess what it is that you want and I'm that's what I'm doing I'm in that phase so I've got my beer ripple I've got my cast ripple uh, the books and the videos and um, podcasts and everything that I've been following and reading I'm actually feeling less and less inclined to really delve into them as much as I did throughout the whole hermit phase so I think I'm kind of saturated I feel like I know I won't say I know everything but all that I need to know for now at least and I can really start to play around with what I've learned really delve deeper into what my divinity and what my you know divine power around me and within me can unlock for me in order for me to uncover what it is that the universe wants me to do, where I am needed. And that leads me to the final phase, which is the sharing phase. And this is also um, in one of these other videos, he says, the sharing, it will always end with the sharing phase. You need to get back to life. You need to give back to people because that is what raising consciousness is all about. That is what spiritual awakening is all about. It doesn't help if you're the only one that's awake 
there needs to be other people that joins you on this and you need to share that with them you need to be able to help them with questions or with love or with energy or whatever it is that they need it might doesn't even have to be spiritual needs you can do whatever you do for a normal living just with that higher vibe energy with love and affection and kindness and that frequency that just radiates out of you because you know that you are where you need to be and nothing can stop you because you are everything and everything is you and that realization is just it's beautiful so yes Okay, a bit more on the limbo states. There will be times throughout this entire process where you will come to a limbo state. A state where you kind of feel like you're stuck and you don't know where to go to next or what to do next or you kind of feel um, like you've almost taken a step back. And that is completely normal. And I discussed this in... One of my previous podcasts as well is the balance. It's a balancing act. You need to give yourself room to balance. It can't always be good. It can't always be life. It can't always be moving forward. It's yin and yang. And you need to embrace that. So the limbo state you'll get throughout the entire process. I think I'm a bit there now as well as I'm entering into the new phase. But it's all good. Just breathe, remember to breathe, and if all else fails, do meditations, be present, go for walks, remember the little things in life, be grateful for what it is that you do have, don't always strive to be somewhere else, it's all good and well to have a goal and to be moving in a direction, but you shouldn't let that goal compromise your serenity in this moment. Because all there ever is, is this moment. And that can never be taken away from you. Only if you allow your thoughts to take, to take it away from you. But you are in control of your thoughts. So be present. Enjoy breathing because breath is life. Enjoy food. Enjoy water, enjoy everything that it is that you have to be grateful for. So throughout my entire journey so far, what I want to share, the, the two most important things that I've learned throughout this journey is the first one, not to take anything personally. Seriously, guys. There are so many things that happen to us and I used to take things so seriously and it would upset me so much and at times it still does. I still get caught up in those emotions where I take it up personally but I, I am able to let it go easily. Things happen. That shake-up is gonna happen if it hasn't already happened. That suffering will come. And if it has come, I hope that you know that it's for the bigger picture. Bad things happen 
and we don't always have a reason for them. But I promise you that it, it's the bigger picture that counts. And you will come out stronger at the end of the day. You just have to let yourself go through this process. You will be far stronger and bigger and greater than you ever thought you could be. And the second lesson is that divinity is inside of you. It's inside of me. It's not an external entity. It's something that you have. It's something that you are. And nothing can ever, ever take that away from you. Remember that. Okay, my loves. Please remember to follow me on Be A Ripple. Uh, Instagram, B underscore A underscore Ripple. And then I'm also on Facebook. Okay, I'll chat to you guys again in two weeks. All my love. Bye.